Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley. It's a podcast about making things up and making things happen. I love talking to different creative people about how they do their thing. This week is a sort of special episode with um, some of the cast members and the host of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, I talked to RuPaul himself. So um, what it was was I got invited to this event um, in West Hollywood for RuPaul's Drag Race. And I wasn't sure if I got invited because I was media or because I had worked for the World of Wonder Company before. I didn't even know what it was. But my friend Danny and I went, and it turns out it was a four-year consideration event. They're trying to schmooze people to get some Emmy love. And it was at the L.A. Sporting Club clothing store in West Hollywood, and they had a lot of RuPaul's gowns up in the window, and then they had the Emmy there. You could look at the Emmy and touch it if you wanted. And uh, a number of the drag queens were there from the show. So I was like, oh, this is a press event. I just grabbed my iPhone and started doing interviews. So what I have for you is an interview with RuPaul. We also have an opening speech from RuPaul. And I talked to several of the drag queens, uh, including Valentina, who's very glamorous, uh, Aja, Eureka, and Morgan McMichaels. Some of those were, those were the, the drag queens that were on hand, and they all looked amazing. So before we get to that, I want to encourage you to go to DennisAnyone.net. You can see pictures that go with different podcasts. Like, for example, last week I posted the tattoos of my guest, Chuck Hayward. Um, you can also donate to my virtual tip jar. It helps me cover the expenses that come with doing the podcast, like going to West Hollywood and parking. Oh, speaking of which, last night I went to an event that a friend was doing at the CAA Screening Room, the Creative uh, Artists Agency in uh, Century City. And at the bottom of the invite, it had all the, you know, address and date and time, and it said, parking only $15. Parking only $15? Well, I guess it could have been 16 so yeah, it was only 15 so fuck you. Anyway, we'll get to that event later. It was, a, it was actually really fun, and I'm going to have somebody from there on the podcast. So, um... The sound may be tricky on this because I just had my iPhone and I started interviewing people, but hopefully, uh, especially if you're a RuPaul's Drag Race fan, you'll get some fun nuggets. Uh, it was a really fun event, and I love talking to RuPaul. I feel like RuPaul is very smart and kind of gets the big picture and is always funny and thoughtful and cool. So um, there's that. All right, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll start this off with the speech that RuPaul gave at the beginning to sort of greet the kids that were there. Okay. I just want to say thank you guys for making this season of Drag Race such a brilliant joy ride. All the girls, thank you on behalf of everyone from VH1 and Logo. You guys are the reason this show is such a hit. And we have such a great time putting it together every year, trying to outsmart the girls. Because these girls, you know, they, 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 they grew up watching this show. So we have to give them something that they won't expect. And that's what we do every year. We work really hard. And it's because of you that we, we want to do this work. We know how much you all love it. And it has become uh, a symbol of uh, forward thinking in America, especially in this current political climate. Our show has come to represent an openness, a, a way to uh, see the world in the future. And that is really important. It's important. And that's why this show is so important. Our girls represent 
the promise of people of my age. <laughs> I, grew up, I grew up in the 70s, and, and, you know, we all thought it was going to be polyester and disco forever. <laughs> but you know what? There was a quick little lull, but now it's back. And my girls are 100% polyester. Thank you guys for coming out and celebrating our show. You know we have an Emmy, and it's been it's it's great. Woo! But you know the truth, is, the truth is we we don't do this to snatch trophies. We do this because we must do it. This is our calling to bring love and colors and music and laughter and dancing and joy. That is what we bring. And I said this yesterday at the march: is that that is actually our secret weapon in these trying times. That is the one thing that we have that they don't have, they will never have. And that is how we will, uh, I get to use the word fight it, but that's how we will prevail and that's how we will ultimately win. So keep watching Drag Race. If you're an Emmy voter, we don't have to be It's okay. It's they have some hot dogs or pigs in a blanket back there. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. And uh, have fun and uh, take some selfies with the girls. Thank you so much. All right. That was Rue's opening speech. And then I got to talk to Eureka, who was the sort of plus size glamazon that had to leave the show early this season because... Uh, she hurt herself in that ridiculous cheerleading competition sequence where they were all flying around like banshees. Um, I don't even know what banshees look like or if they fly. But anyway, Eureka was delightful. It was a heartbreaker when you left. Yes, it was. What was it like to watch it? Um, actually, every time I watch it, I still tear up a little bit. You know, and you because... probably couldn't tell people, right? No, not at all. So I had, I actually, the running thing was, um, I had told my friends and things like that because I had to have a surgery right. that I uh, had hurt myself playing with my nieces in the yard. Right. That old <laughs> so, story. Yeah, they believed it. Luckily. Yeah. What was the high point of being on it? Um, Lady Gaga for sure for me. Yeah. Um, it was, it was the moment that I realized I was somewhere doing something bigger than I ever thought I would. And it was also uh, my realization of being on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And it also gave me an opportunity to voice to one of my heroes what I felt. I love that. We saw her on camera. and She seemed so great. What was it like in between takes with her and, and how she was with you when the cameras weren't rolling? Honestly, she had a very honest spirit about her. She was very genuine, very pleasant. Yeah. Um, she didn't seem fake at all. It truly felt like she was genuinely delivering herself, which is very soft-spoken. Yeah. More so than I expected. Yeah. Um, but very calm, well put together. Yeah. I mean, just it exuberates lady. Yeah. What uh, can you tell us about coming back? Um, as far as... Rue said that, yeah, that you know, the door's open, and has anything developed in that area? Yeah, as far as that, honestly, if my surgery is healed well, yeah. I'm regaining strength, and I'm doing physical therapy, yeah. and as long as workman's comp and the doctor will release me, yeah. then hopefully you'll see my big ass on season 10. I love it. All right, where's the weirdest place you've been recognized? Um, honestly, it's still so weird for me. Um, 
in my hometown. Yeah. Because I, I, of course I was known by a lot of our LGBT population, but I live in a small town in East Tennessee, and now I'm literally noticed everywhere I go. You're like the most famous person from that town. Literally. Like, they're about to put a big-ass Eureka up in the city hall. Like That's amazing. <laughs> no, but they do. They have my posters up in different stores where I live. Yeah. Uh, people are so incredibly supportive. Yeah. Literally, um, the episode that I went home on, uh, the following week, we had a small, like, pride community event, and they literally had, like, this huge surprise party for me in celebration of me to get well soon, and it was so incredible. I mean, people from all walks of life coming together to celebrate this person that did something for my community, whether they were allies or not, now they are, you know, so it's just incredible. So you were sort of living proof that walls can come down, hearts and minds can change. You experienced that in your own town. Yeah, I've been experiencing it a lot, actually. Um, uh, since the show, I've been invited to do different. We have an East Tennessee film watching event. They've invited me for um, the coronation of our... Uh, we have, like, a political standing that they do a coronation for. They invited me as a guest to it. Um, I was invited to a... Uh, they gave an award to the police chief of our area, and they invited me to that. So I've been pulled into so many different parts of the non-LGBTQ community, and it's just a lot of exposure, especially for a Bible Belt-centered community. So I'm so lucky to be hopefully spreading some some rainbow across East Tennessee. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. What's the most random perk you've gotten for being on Drag Race? Um, free things. <laughs> like what? Like makeup and um, hair and jewelry, and people just want me to represent their brand, or they loved what I did on the show, or they want me to succeed on my next hopeful potential filming venture. So they just keep giving me things like Eureka, we believe in you so much. Here's some free shit. Go turn it out, you know? I love that. Alright, it was a pleasure talking to you. I hope to see you on the next season and uh, you're one of my favorites. Thank you, Dennis. Well, it's a pleasure and I want to hug. Oh, I want to hug. Yay! Are you going to stay in town for a while? I will be here till Friday or Saturday. I think Saturday. Fun. Well, have fun. Thank you. Next up, I got to talk to the very glamorous Valentina, who looked like she was giving us full Marilyn Monroe bombshell blonde goddessness. She was beautiful. Here she is. I adored you on the show. It was Thank heartbreaking you. when you left. What was it like to watch it back, the show? Oh, you know, other than my elimination, I was totally entertained. I was a total fan girl watching the show. Yeah. I feel like I did a really great job making an impact while I was there. Yeah. And other than my elimination, it was great. I you love know? it. Even now that I'm not on the show, the show is still great. Um, what's the most surprising perk that's come out of being it? I'm sure people recognize you when you go out or drinks are free or what's the most random thing you've gotten um random um i don't know i guess the random thing i've gotten random or thing that i that i didn't expect i would get yes that you didn't expect um well i i dreamed and hoped that i would get love and admiration from yeah. the fashion world but i have been embraced by so many talented people that work at agencies or magazines or newspapers or designers or, you know, 
just fashion houses that they are really in love with me. Yeah. They've sent me either personal messages or comments on my things or reached out for personal work that I'm not allowed to talk about. But the fashion world has really emba- embraced me, and I'm really excited about that. That's I amazing. Because that. I work that product. I work yeah. in high-end luxury, and I know it. So the fact that these amazing, talented people acknowledge me as an artist, oh my God, I can't yeah. even take it. Yeah. Um, where's the most random place you've been recognized? Um, the bathroom while I'm peeing. That's, <laughs> That's always odd, fun. Yeah. Know? Hi, nice to meet you. Shake, 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 zip, zip, zipper. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's quite odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, I, I don't mind because in that moment they just get excited yeah. and, you know, I'm, if they, they get to meet me and they ask me for a picture, I'm going to do my best to make sure that I take it even if I look crazy. <laughs> but I really appreciate the love because yeah. I think to myself sometimes I said, who knows if this is temporary? And right yeah. now that they ask for a picture, you do it because you never know when they'll stop asking. <laughs> exactly. You know? I worked with Joan Rivers for years and that's kind of the things, same thing she would say. Um, how are you different as a person from who you were before the show? Oh, I've changed a lot, to be honest. You know, I told myself before I left I wanted to remain the same person, but my lifestyle has changed so much. Yeah. And my, my life has been so focused on my career now. Yeah. That that has shifted my focus of things. It's yeah. a different kind of balance that yeah. I live now um, because I'm such, such, I have to be a stronger person yeah. because um, in order, if you can't handle criticism, you can't handle success. Yeah. So I've had to become thick, like a thicker, harder shell. Um, and I have to work really hard at staying connected to the people that have been there before all of this. Yeah, I love that. So it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you should have your own fragrance. Yeah. And what would it be called? Mm, it would be called <laughs> Amor by Valentina. I like that. I like the way you say it, too. Yeah, it's a real pleasure to meet you. Good luck with everything you do. You're absolutely one of my favorites. I also got to talk to Aja, who was very cool to talk to. And on the show, she didn't look that tall, but in person with those heels, uh, she was a tall, gorgeous glass of, uh, I don't know, cream soda, something. Anyway, she looked great. And here's Aja. How has your life changed having been on Drag Race? Uh, having been on Drag Race, my life has changed in many ways. There's a lot of opportunities and doors that have presented themselves. And uh, when I was on Drag Race, I was in a very difficult living situation. So being able to come home and have to wait four or five months, but then, you know, eventually get out of that situation has been life-changing in its own way. So I'm very grateful for the experience because it, it's kind of saved my life in a way. I feel like that. a lot of people judge the girls based on their time on the show, but they don't know what we were going through at those times. Yeah. And they don't know that, you know, while they're reading us for our makeup and our shoes and our hair, that we are just trying to survive. Right. And Drag Race for a drag queen is like survival of the fittest of drag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel, um, I feel like my life has changed more than a 180 it's like a it's like a 1080 it's it's crazy and well I'm happy I'm glad you deserve it where's the weirdest place you've been recognized the weirdest place I, everywhere in the yeah. street in the car in my Uber today like uh, airports even I, I've tra- I've toured all over Europe already like yeah. I, they, they I've gotten chased into vans in London it's like uh, you're the Backstreet Boys
boys. It's, Ten it's years insane. Like, well, also, like, uh, the drag race girls are not as accessible in the UK or, right. like, you know, the other sides of the world as they are here. So when it's they an see event. us, they, they are, like, excited and they're ready to get it. Yeah. And uh, that, that makes me excited because it makes me feel like, you know, the love. What's the coolest perk you've gotten? Like, free drinks or something like, I've hey. been getting free drinks before I started doing drag. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the best thing is the, the fan art and the gifts from the fans. I love it so much. Uh, and when I was in Manchester, these girls made these denim jackets that, like, they painted my face on them and they wrote my little, like, quotes and, like, one-liners on it. And I thought it was adorable. And when they, you see that, isn't it a little overwhelming? Like, it's so touching. Well, no, because I wish, like, I, I wish that I could look up to someone the way... Like, if you had been them... Yeah, yeah, sure. Thank you so much. And the last of the drag queens that I talked to was Morgan McMichaels, who was actually on season two of Drag Race way back in the day. And I'm a really big fan of Morgan McMichaels because I've seen her do her thing a number of times in Palm Springs at Toucans. And just this last Sunday, I was down in Palm Springs with my friends, and we went to Toucans on the Sunday night, and we saw McSundays, Mc. Michaels, McSundays. Anyway, Morgan hosted the show, and she is a force of nature. She looks incredible. She can dance like crazy. She actually did a handstand up against a tiki, and I thought for sure it was going to tip over. But she she knew she knew her bounds. She uh, she knew what she was doing, and um, she's really great interacting with the crowd. So um, when she was doing her performance at Toucans. She said that she would love to come back to Drag Race if they did a All-Star Season 3, and I would love to see that happen, because I am a McFan of Morgan McMichaels, and here she is. Morgan McMichaels, you're a goddess, and I got to see you perform in Palm Springs. At uh, yes, a couple, yeah. and I'm coming again this coming Sunday. I, My I, friends I, and I will be there. I'm hosting. I can't wait. We're excited. You, you tore it up. Yeah, we did. We got them in advance. <laughs> We're on top of it. You did a Samantha Fox thing that sent me to heaven. What's something new that you've added to your act recently that you're like, oh, this is so sweet? Um, something for the kids, actually, because I really focus on drag for myself. Yeah. And I like older music. I like disco and 80s. I'm with you, honey. I, you're that. singing my, singing my and song. I do a lot of television, like parodies. Yeah. Like I yeah. do Joan Collins, Patsy from yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah. But I just added that little girl that uh, Cash Me Outside from Dr. Phil. Oh, okay. I don't and know who that is, but... She, she's a nightmare. The kids are into it, and but you're into it. The kids love it. Yeah. The kids really... What season were you on? I was on season Two. Season two. Yeah. So it's been a while. How did it change your life being oh, on the show? Everywhere. I mean, yeah. in every aspect. Yeah. Uh, it obviously, you know, increased the bank account. Yeah. So very much. But I think for going performing, it's like a big thing to be able to say you were on Drag Race. Um, it is definitely a, a badge of honor. Yeah. For sure. But it also humbled me quite a bit watching myself on television. Kind yeah. of let me look into the person I didn't like. Yeah. And I saw it, and then I was able to change. If you were to do it again, what would you do? differently. What would I what? What would you do differently if you were to do it again? Um, everything. My yeah. head wasn't really in the game. Yeah. It was just a chance to say yes to be honest. Well, it was so new then. I don't think people but appreciated I don't think it. that my character was very fully realized. Yeah. I did more. I'd done Morgan for years, but I was Morgan as Annie Lennox or as yeah. Pink or as a character. Yeah. And my, my, my Morgan McMichaels wasn't a fully realized or developed thing. Now yeah. it's fully realized. It's right. developed. It's, 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 you know, yeah. it's a lot more fun. So now I'm going to the game a little more headstrong, knowing what I wanted to do and yeah. how I wanted to be perceived. Love so, that. Never been one to be afraid of going against.
against the grain. Yes. And I'm not worried about numbers on social media. Right. Good. Bashing. So I'm just going to be me. Like you. And a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah. That's okay. You're allowed to have that opinion. Of course. I'm not going to water myself down to get more followers. Yeah. It's not the type of person that I am. Good. I think that's a good way to be. Social media can drive people crazy if you let it. Well, when you live in it, it will overtake you. Yeah. I have my own life outside. Yes. I love that. Where's the most random place you've been recognized from somebody that liked the show? Randomly, uh, actually, back in Scotland, where I'm from. Yeah. And I was in a uh, walking down the street at a chip shop, which is like a yeah, chip shop. Yeah, of course. And uh, someone was walking by with their dog, and I was there with my sister, and they turned back around, and they were like, "You're Morgan," and like flipped out in the middle of the chip shop. That's amazing. amazing. Did, did you get free chips or anything? I did actually. I love it. That's the way to do it. Well, it's really nice to meet you. I'm going to see you Sunday with yes. my friends, and we can't wait. Thank you. Awesome. And that was all of the drag queens that I talked to, but I also managed to get a little bit of Q&A time with RuPaul himself, and here you go. I interviewed you on the red carpet for the 2009 premiere for the first season, and I asked you why now, and you talked about how the Obama administration sort of opened things up, and that people were ready to say yes to the show. Now it's a different era, and where do you see Drag Race fitting in this era? Well, it's more important now than ever before, and it's so funny because, uh, you know, it is a different era, but it's um, it's even more important now because, uh, for obvious reasons, we need to show young people how to be activists and, and show them that where they spend their money, even the thoughts they th- that they think are part of the movement, and that's what our show does so well. We get to hear the stories of these young girls, these young queens who come from sordid backgrounds, who have survived and have risen up and and shine and are prospering. That's why it's so important, our show, uh, to, to let these kids know. Let these kids know how it's done. Yeah. The show still feels so fresh. Even though it's been on quite a while, it's sort of catching this wave of popularity and mainstream. How does it feel to be on your side of it? Does it feel fresh and new? Or It, it does feel fresh and new, and I think it's really attributed to the kids every season. I feel like Miss Jean Brody. <laughs> every year, the girls come, and they bring the energy. Right. And, you know, we, of course, we produce the hell out of it and, and you know, try to trip them up and make sure that they don't know what's coming. Yeah. But really, it's it's the new girls every year, and it's in the casting, too, of putting together a cast that really has that energy yeah. and who will work well together. Yeah. You know? I just want to say for myself, I watched two back-to-back episodes this weekend. I kind of was bummed out about Trump and all of this stuff, and I felt lighter at the end. It's yeah. like such a tonic for where we're at now. Drag has always been that way, because drag reminds us to not take it all too seriously. Yeah. You know, the Trump thing, that will pass. Yeah. And it's all it's been imploding on itself every single day. But drag reminds us to not take it all too seriously. Yeah. And that's why it's uh, such an important work. And you look like you're having a ball. Every time you say something different, you just look like you're loving it. I love it so yeah. much. I have so much fun. I love drag queens. I always have. Yeah. And they are the smartest, most courageous creatures on yeah. this planet. Uh, we've said it before that, you know, 
you know, drag queens are like the Marines of the LGBT movement. We're the first out there, and we're the ones who get the job done, and we clean the job up. Yeah, that's amazing, and you look amazing doing it. Last question, who's been the most surprising fan of the show? Somebody like Dan Rather, or somebody that you wouldn't think? Right, well, you know, I've heard from, you know, Scarlett Johansson and Miley Cyrus, and, uh, you know, uh, Michael Sheen. Uh, yeah, from uh, Masters of Sex. That he would, that was a surprising yeah. one there, uh, but it's it's always surprising. Usually, the celebrities who come on our show, they understand the duality of what they do, and they and it's very pronounced with our girls. You know, all those actors and sports figures have been on our show. They know that the person who steps on the field or on stage is different from the one who has to go and get the dry cleaning or pick the kids up. Yeah. So they understand it very very well. Yeah. Well, thank you for the, for answering my questions. It's so, it's so fun to see you. And I love the show. Thank you. Keep it up. Thank Bye. you. So that was my night out at the RuPaul For Your Consideration event. It's a little bit of a shorter podcast than usual, but a lot of times we go kind of long. So I figure it all balances out. The finale of Drag Race is coming up this Friday. I'm very excited. I could go any direction with these queens. Um, I also want to thank Danny Casillas, my friend, for going with me and snapping a few pictures while I was interviewing the gals. I'm going to post those at DennisAnyone.net so you can kind of see what their outfits looked like. Um, I didn't even know what I was getting into, but it ended up being a really fun night. And we got to leave with a RuPaul chocolate bar, which was delicious. I loved it. Um, And we hung out with Frank DiCaro and Jim Colucci, both former guests of the podcast. So it was a fun night overall. All right. um, So this happened. I did two escape rooms in the last three or four weeks. Um... And escape rooms are kind of a big fad. I have friends that have done literally hundreds. Uh, they, they just love doing it. And it's if you haven't heard of what they are, it's where you and a team, usually a team of, you know, I don't know, six or 12 or whatever, they're all different. You get locked in a room and you have a limited amount of time to solve these different puzzles and mysteries and whatever to get the key to get you out of the room. And so they all have different themes. Some are really like horror themed. Uh, I once did um, Trapped in a Room with a Zombie. This was a couple years ago. I probably talked about it on the podcast where there was a zombie chained to the wall and every, you know, five minutes his chain would get a little bit longer so he could he's more likely to get you um, as you try to solve things. So the first one that I did recently was with my friend Jeb and some other of his friends. It was called The Basement and it was in Silmar. And um, it was set, it was like about a serial killer that lived in a basement, and they set up the story really well, and it, the whole atmosphere was really creepy. And then you go in there, and you're locked in the basement, and you have to try to find the clues. And this one was not my favorite because I don't see very well to begin with, and it was pretty dark in there. And of course, there are lights that you can find along the way that help you. But I would rather spend time trying to solve a puzzle than trying to see, you know, a foot in front of my own face. But it was kind of fun and cool. And also, we didn't get out. We failed in our attempt at that time. And it's not quite as fun when you fail. And then the other one I went to was just last week. I went with my friends John and Doug and Dudley and Corey and John, just a group of us, to one called The Detective in downtown Los Angeles. And this was set up like a 40s film noir detective story with, you know, there was a secretary in the office that was a little sassy And there was, you know, uh, 40s music playing and maps and photos of suspects. And and that one I enjoyed more because 
I got to do more actual solving, and, and there were a lot of different cool puzzles involved, and we got out with 15 minutes to spare. So it's a lot more fun when you triumph. Um, but, yeah, if you've never done an escape room, I would recommend it. Maybe check out online. I'm sure there are reviews. I'm sure there are blogs from people that have done them all. But um, it is it is kind of fun, and it is kind of cool. So uh, that's all I have for this week. Um, if you uh, are a fan of Drag Race, I hope you enjoy the finale, and then I hope you enjoyed this this episode. It was fun to talk to them, and kind of cool that, like I said to RuPaul, this show's been on like nine years, and it's just now sort of becoming way more mainstream, getting a lot more viewers on VH1 with the Emmy. It's kind of It kind of feels fresh and new, even though it's been on for quite a while. So there's that. All right, that's all I have for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Dennis Anyone. Bye!